Welcome to the Music Prophet. At the table with me are three different musicians. So we have Jordel Downs, Matthew LeMay, and Lisa Marie, Marie Nippons. That was a struggle. Was a rough got time, it. man. <laughs> I'm just so excited. I can't breathe. An exciting day. Um, our newest release, Scorpion. Uh, that was out in November. Um, just trying to stay busy. Just, you know. Got a show at Bloom uh, Bloom Festival in March, March 7th at Asylum. So things are going well. Things are going very good. Yeah, man. It was. I was really excited when I heard that you were on lineup for Bloom because it's, I mean, I, I've been listening to music for a while, but it was just really exciting to see that you got onto the lineup. Yeah, that was, um, I, I knew that I had to, I do, I had to do a little bit more than just doing the just doing the whole local show thing, you know, not to, not to, um, you know, knock any of that, right? Because I mean, I made a lot of fans from that too. But it was just, it was so cool to like finally get on some festival shows, and like I'm really stoked for that. You know, it's coming up very, very soon, and it's just, it's gonna be an awesome experience. I can't wait. And our other guest for today is Matthew LeMay. So feel free to introduce yourself and talk about your music. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm Matt LeMay. Um, I'm the vocalist of a blackened uh, metal uh, project called Four Mother. Um, we started uh, almost two years ago now. It was a hardcore project before I joined the mix. Um, my screaming vocals kind of changed the style of the band and stuff like that. Um, we also played the asylum quite a bit. Lots of friends there. Um, and over the years uh, or whatever, um, Definitely, you know, got to know all these amazing, amazing musicians, and I had the chance to play with bands from all around the world just playing here. Um, and uh, I think it's really great to be here with a bunch of different artists and different styles. I've always appreciated different styles of music. You know, I, I do the metal things; it's what I know how to do. You know, um, but yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Actually, because building off of Jordell's of Jordell in playing in Bloom, when you look at a festival lineup, do you get excited when you see all the different styles on the list? Yeah, well, speaking of which, I mean, uh, tomorrow, actually, I'm playing. Um, there's a memorial kind of festival for one of my friends that, that ended up passing away, and uh, it's more or less uh, a bunch of artists that got together because um, they all knew the man, you know what I mean? That's uh, that's Spiderfest, right? Spider Absolutely, Fest. man. Yeah, awesome. He was an amazing man, and uh, I mean, there's just there's rappers, there's this, that, whatever. All you know, Friday, Saturday. So it's I uh, I've played with different genres before at a show, but like this is the first time. It's like two days of just a mishmash of a bunch of things. But I love that, you know. Everybody's there for one reason. It doesn't matter what you're playing. And I think it draws more of an audience, even. Like I love going to shows like that. And you see all this stuff. It's crazy. And for our third guest, we have Lisa Marina Pons. So talk about, because I think your sound is folk, country, songwriter. It's that blend. So sort of tell us about what you're up to, because you're also on, on, the, on the Bloom 2020 lineup as well yes and I, i'm pretty excited about that because i went to the festival last year and i had so much fun and uh i was kind of max's uh 
cheerleader. <laughs> so, um, so I'm really happy to be playing this year. Um, so he just posted I'm doing a, the pop-up show. Um, so I'm doing it on the Friday night. Um, so hopefully everyone can make it there. And uh, so yeah, I'm just uh, right now I'm uh, recording my an album. So I've released one single and I'm looking forward to uh, releasing an, another single very soon. Um, so I've been working with Deadpan Studios with um, Matt Weevil. Yeah. Yes, Matt Weevil and Jonathan uh, Danielu has been helping produce um, well both of them really uh, the, all of my uh, songs. Uh, so it's been uh, really awesome working with them and learning more about um, just putting together music because I'm more of like just play guitar and make some melodies and write some songs so it's been a really good uh, experience so far yeah and you mentioned the songwriting experience so I'm curious for everyone here when it comes to making music what is what drives you like to create something new and to to really reach out and find those producers and other songwriters and other musicians to inspire you like aside from just the love of course, because that's a given, right? Uh, I, I think it, it all starts with this idea that, with me, it all starts with an idea that you get from, from an experience, either that or just, you know, a, a story that could be, you know, that's somewhat plausible um, for me, for me anyways. And then a, a lot of times I'll just get a, I'll just get a bunch of random melodies uh, going through my head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, for me, I, I, I don't know if it's lucky or unlucky, but it seems every time I go around to, with my band to write a bunch of new music, it's like just before then I go through a lot of crazy, crazy things in my life. And then it's just really easy to like pick apart those things and make them into music. And then my music's very much therapy. Um, so I like scream all my problems, you know, to mm -hmm. sort of write about it all in a very interesting way that's intriguing for the audience. And it's like, therapeutic for me at the same time it's just it just happened to be perfect timing when I do write music like I'm writing new music right now and a few months and months ago I was in a very dark time so you know it all comes together I think mm -hmm. yeah um yeah I'm kind of the same way just um making melodies and uh I like to use my instrument like the guitar and just uh get a few cool chords progression going on and then and then I work up uh, a melody and uh, and then I put some lyrics to it um, but yeah I'm writing all the time so journaling and just writing down ideas and uh, concepts um, but yeah it does really definitely come from experience and uh, and like what I see around me too so um, yeah and it's like it has a message, um, you know, personally, but also um, on a bigger scale too. Yeah, and I think I feel like you can connect with that, Jordell, because with your album The Getaway, that was more of a concept album. There was a message, right? Yeah, um, yeah, very um, somewhat of a simple message where you know, um, you just it's just from from dark to light. You know, you gotta, you gotta leave certain things behind, certain baggage, and you know, and eventually, you just 
you start to have more positive experiences. Um, you, you know, you, you know, at the end of the album, you know, it really shows where you just you get that chance to really just take a look around, take a look around, and realize from where you are now, from where you were before, and just really take it in and, and be grateful. And that's that's important, especially when it comes to, I guess, performing even. Because with someone like yourself, Matt, you've been featured on a lot of set lists and lineups. And I don't know why. They're, they're two separate things. <laughs> but uh, but you have been, you played with a lot of, you know, like national, international bands. Yeah. So if, has that changed how you've, written and performed and created your music? Oh, I definitely take inspiration from everybody I've played with, like good and bad, you know what I mean? Mostly mostly good people I've played with. I've made a lot of connections, you know? I'm, I'm playing a show in May with this band from uh, Ohio, I think. Uh, really good group of people. I played with them once, and that next time they came by, they remembered me, and, you know, it was a huge, like, reunion, almost. You know, it's just like there's that, there's that um, bond in the scene. And speaking of support, let's talk what your support looks like as a musician. You're all doing it on your own, but at the same time behind you is a whole team of friends and family and people that's, that, will, that will connect you to shows and people that will help support your album releases. So whoever wants to jump in first, but tell the listeners sort of what your support looks like. Okay. Um, yeah. So um, it's pretty good. Right from when I got into the scene, um, I was unfamiliar with a lot of things. <laughs> the way they're working nowadays, the metal scene. Like I used to, um, you go to hardcore shows like years ago at the Jubilee and stuff like that. Um, but when I got into the scene, the Asylum was the place to be, man. And uh, I already knew some people in that scene, like going in. Um, and it's like a family, right? It's like. This, it's like a big family in that scene and I mean every scene in general but you know we had uh, bands to look up to and people look up to like as like mentors almost you know like I know like uh, before the Black Gates I had already known you know somebody from that band and then you know we got to know them and they played like the same sort of genre we played and we thought they looked up we looked up to them and I remember talking to them and they looked up to Wolven Ancestry, you know, the guy who owns the, the asylum, you know, Mount Tower. You know, it's like that kind of chain. You always need, you always have that, like, mentor, almost. And it's like, if you're being dumb, they're going to tell you you're being dumb. And, like, it's like, if you, if you can, you know, you're not picking up on something that you can do on stage, that would really help your performance. You know, there are building people to go to. It's just a huge support system. It's like, you know, it's like, even if, and, and my bandmates, I mean, you know, it, they've come, we've all come a long way and it's like, you know, it, it'd be a lot harder to do it. Like I'm like a solo artist, I guess, but I have two bandmates by my, like by my side. We all work together to make the music we make and I, I wouldn't be able to do it the same way without those guys. Yeah. What about for you, Jordell? Uh, support wise, um, I mean, when I, I mean, like I've been, doing the this music thing seriously since uh, since at least like 2009 yeah it's been a long time man and um um i think when i really what what really um 
got things going was when I uh, I moved out of Sudbury. I like moved to London for about four years, and um, I just kind of started to get to know people out there, uh, just network with people, go to shows, and uh, sort of build that way and um, increase increase my popularity a bit. Um, I mean, I still have a long ways to go uh, when it comes to the whole popularity thing. I don't know. I, I, I always feel like I always feel like it could be better, but I'm really hard on myself anyways. Um, I mean, and I've, I've learned I've learned a lot of, you know, I've worked with I've worked with um, both people who are easy to work with, hard to work with. Um, I learned I learned from I learned from all of them. And um, it's it's just crazy. Just me looking back, I can't really go into detail because I'd be sitting here forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, it's just crazy looking back on how how much I had to to experience and do to 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 get here. You know, being a being a, a blind artist and uh, you know making a lot of getting a lot of people in, in the scene, the music scene that I'm in, and just in general to really uh, understand how you got to go about it when, you, when you're dealing with somebody like me or another artist who is partially blind, uh, visually impaired, uh, all that. So it's, 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 it's pretty crazy, you know, I, I, being on stage, you know, um, a lot of people, a lot of people are still, they don't exactly know how to go about it, you know. Um, they expect me to stay in the same place. But if I had to stay in the same place on stage, I wouldn't want to be on stage. That would be kind of boring. So, you know, um, just uh, <laughs> it's it's interesting, you know, it's interesting getting off the stage and being like, holy crap. You know, somebody comes up to you and say, holy crap, I didn't know that you were you were partially blind, you know, didn't really seem like it, you know. And I think that's that's really that's the key there is when you're when you're on stage as a blind musician is to to really like you know, make it look like, make it look like you're not in a way, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because people have this certain perception, <clears throat> this certain opinion on, on blind musicians. So it's, it's, it's all about just, it's all about uh, making people um, believe in you. Do you get the same uh, sort of reaction when people find out you're, you're an indigenous musician, Lisa? Um, no, not really. I mean, um, being indigenous and singing songs, um, about my culture and, uh, some of the things that we're going through from time immemorial, <laughs> um, you know, that's always, uh, a message that I'd like to, to bring out and that's, um, you know, what I'd like to share. Um, but in regards to like support, it's, um, like my family has been a really big support and, um, and like in a lot of indigenous communities, our families are very tight knit and they, um, and they extend, right. They extend out towards aunties and uncles, cousins. So, um, my community has definitely been a, a very big support, um, in regards to just, getting me back to the community because I, I started out in Ottawa I was doing uh, a lot of open mics there and that's how I really 
um, opened up and was able to share my music. And then I moved back home. And then that's when I decided to really try and um, push my music a little bit more. So. Yeah. And it's, it's especially when you have the community behind you, they're kind of your cheerleaders and if you need something or if they, if there's things that you're just not a hundred percent about, then I, it's just, it's so much easier to fall back on them to fill that void. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But what about for, when it comes for you, Matt, with the, the metal community is really supportive, but then again, yeah. you also have like you try to dabble in other styles and like you're into different types of music so has that different for you yeah i mean um yeah for for me right now the only music i am making is this metal um thing i'm doing um but i you know i've tossed around the ideas of trying different things like i'm i've always always loved like all different genres of music it's like if something catches my ear something original something different it's like I wonder if I could do that, you know, and just talking to people like this and like getting the chance to talk to other musicians and other genres. I'm always curious to like try new things. And, you know, I've, I've talked, I don't know how many people about doing like side projects and stuff like that. And I've, I've never like came up and did it, but it's like, I don't know, just even talking about it is kind of an interesting thing. You know, I want to see if I could do something different or something like that, you know? You know, this music gets very angry sometimes. You know what I mean? As much as it, it's an outlet, it's uh, nice to write a happy song. Yeah, you know? <laughs> change it up a bit. Write a happy metal song. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know how that'd go on stage. <laughs> Is that possible, Jordel? I, I think it's possible. Anything's it's, possible. It, I feel like it would be a bit of a challenge, but I, I, I have this this feeling that it's been done before. Oh yeah. That like bands have done <laughs> the bands have done positive you know but somehow you know hardcore metal songs so i mean i listen i listen to a lot of metal myself so um i probably i can't think of any song off the top of my head but i've probably heard a couple yeah did you ever hear of that uh, mexican metal um blend there's a band from mexico that they do like what's that mexican music like, um, like salsa and metal or something with the big guitars. Oh, gee. they got sombreros on too. Or yeah, <laughs> but they're mixing, <laughs> just like the whole mixing the. I two. don't know. I don't know what the word you're looking for is, but <laughs> yeah, it's that's very specific. It's, yeah, it's a specific. I, I can't think of the word either, but <laughs> there's a, a a metal band. Well, they they used to be a band called uh, uh, Il Nino, and uh, they they called themselves uh, Latin metal. that's interesting and actually I'm really curious about what your thoughts are on the Sudbury music scene you know like what are some names that you really really hope they do big things or what are what are some what are just what are the highlights for you in the Sudbury music scene oh highlights I mean, when it comes to the whole hip hop thing, um, you got dudes like Storm, uh, Storm Hogan. Uh, he's doing his thing. He's um, he's working on a, working on an EP this year, a follow up to his uh, his last EP, "Who Are You." Um, I've actually been I've I've been working with uh, working closely with him 
on projects like that, just as a producer. Um, uh, Mike Major is doing his thing, Crypt, um, Crypt as well. Um, you know, those are um, those are some artists in the scene who are who are um, really making an impact. Um, I'm also working on a, a joint album with um, another veteran of the hip hop scene, uh, Ronan. So um, things are, you know, things are looking up in the hip hop scene right now. But even for the singing scene as well, right? Because before the show started, you mentioned that you're getting even your new sound from the song that we heard earlier. It has a lot more singing and more lyrical content than hip hop style lyrics. Yeah, um, I'm always gonna love hip hop, and I'm always going to put some hip hop elements in my music. But um, in a way, I am drifting away from it a little bit. And um, I've always been that guy who who, who listened to a lot of music, um, anything from electronic uh, pop to R&B, metal, rock, you know, indie, alternative, um, you know, just I've always, if it sounds good to me, it sounds good to me, whether it's, you know, any of those genres, you know, I mean, on my phone, I got anything from, you know, SZA to like, you know, Slipknot and just, you know, just random, <laughs> random stuff, you know, so. And what about, what about for you, Lisa? Because you mentioned earlier that you went to Ottawa and did open mics mm -hmm. and yeah. that sort of rekindled or re-sparked the flame. So has Sebri changed over the years since you left, returned, and are now here? Oh gosh. You know, I'm always stuck on the res, actually, on the reserve. So uh coming into Sebri is always a treat for me. No, um no but um like Jen McCarroll was was a really uh and Jen Holub, those the Jens, uh they really were uh supportive and um going to the Folk Music Ontario uh, conference and doing that, that was a, actually a really catalyst for me and um uh, Right, because with yeah. uh you were the the chosen artist by music and film in motion, right? Uh one of them, yes. There was a there's a few artists. Um and that's where I I met a few other folks um like nick sherman um who i he's awesome songwriter. he's incredible if yeah. if people out there haven't heard music by nick sherman you're really missing out his yeah. songwriting is just as great as you would ever would hope for it to be yeah totally so i got to meet them and that's kind of when i met more musicians in in sudbury um, and then Jen was amazing at uh, helping me to get moving on my album and helping me, connecting me with uh, Matt and um, Jonathan. So that was really awesome. So I really appreciate those two ladies for uh, what they've done for me and helped me. So And that is actually, that is an interesting, I've, I find it interesting you mentioned that you spend so much time on the res that Subway is a treat for you. So do you think, is there a separation in circles or have you found ways to make the your community on the res connect with the community of Sudbury? Right. Um like the music you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean it's we're all in the on the same territory, <laughs> Tik Mixing in the Schnabek. And um oh got some visitors here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, so, um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, coming to Sudbury, uh, I mean, it's not that far from where I live. It's like 20 minutes away. Um, so, just kind of awkwardly talking to myself. That is okay. <laughs> um, but it's weird though, right? Because your heritage is an important part of you. But then again, it's, I guess, creating those roots and also making it so that you can share the message of your roots, but also still make it so that people in Sudbury that enjoy indie right. and metal and hip hop yeah. can also connect. Yeah, I guess more so I like to, like my lyrics and message to be about like indigenous issues and things like that. Um, I've never like, I was never a, a powwow singer or cause that's a different kind of traditional indigenous music. Um, but I really focused on that guitar and um, lyrics. So to, to send my message about what it is to be a Nishnabekwe, a native woman um, in, in this day and age. So um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, do you want to jump in on this, Matt? Sure. Sort of share your perspective because you've had a not quite different, but you got you you went to I I remember we we were talking about music at one point. And you used to go to all the shows, yeah. and then that that drove you to start creating your own music, and then yeah. Well, I remember when I was younger, I used to go to shows at like the Jubilee and the Alder Hall, and the hardcore scene was really huge around here. Um, and that's when I was too young to get into bars and stuff anyway. Um, it was all ages shows all the time and there was just a lot of cool artists that would come down here and it got me really immersed in it. Um, when I was that age, I probably already started practicing like low key screaming already, but it's um, very like specific for what I do. I can't really use those, that style of lyrics for every, even even different genres of metal I struggle with sometimes because I have a very specific voice. Um, it's a good and a bad thing, you know. Especially with a high pitched scream like that, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't fit with this with a lot of sounds. No, no, and it's uh, yeah, it's been it's been interesting like ho honing, yeah. yeah, it's been interesting honing that and like getting good at what I in in that specific area because you know it, I like the idea of like having something different and interesting and intriguing. It's like just something else to draw you to an artist. Like when I find a band, it's usually because it's. Some, something in it's weird or I haven't heard it before. Is there is there one band or musician in Sudbury that you seem you're like that you're drawn to most? Um well like I was saying earlier before the Black Gates there, um, I've known James Bach, the vocalist, for a long time. I, I met him back in the Jubilee days and stuff like that. Um, he's got a new project, uh, Worm it's called Worm right now. Mm -hmm. Um and they've always kind of been in that black metalish kind of uh, genre which before joining my band, I really didn't even know what that was, you know, but they were good people to look up to and like see and uh, like take a lot from. And now with Wormerin, they're very experimental too. So I'm like seeing this thing where they were already good, but then now they're doing experimental stuff like I eventually want to do. I want to ease towards just being very different, not too different that nobody wants to hear what you're doing, but I feel like they've been very good at adapting and like staying relevant over the years that they've been playing. And actually, where is that balance? I think as a final thing for everyone before we go, uh, what is one trick you found to balancing music and life? Because it's important, 
and you mentioned it with the music between experimental and fitting in. So we'll start with Jordell, obviously. Well, just because we will. Uh, obviously. <laughs> Balancing music and life. Honestly, I haven't really found a trick yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. I mean, you know, there's there's times where I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, you know what, I think I'm going to work on music today. And there's other days where I wake up and I'm like, oh, you know what, I'm going to take it easy. I might work on music, but I won't, you know, work. You know, it's, it's, it's extremely hard to really balance music with life. And um, I'm still trying to figure that out. And I'm getting the hang of it a little bit, but I still got a place to go. And uh, what about you, Matt? Yeah, um, for me, it's uh, I mean, if you if you really want to be good at it, you got it. takes up a lot. And I uh, <laughs> for the past for the past while, it's like I, I haven't been able to be be around for the band as much, and, and we've gotten into this weird work schedule where like I work nights, they work days, and we just can't jam at all. And you know, it's like we have one day a week to jam if I'm if I miss that day or they they can't make it. It's like crap you know we'd be losing progression you know but when it comes down to it like i think the most difficult thing about balancing the, the two life and music is like uh sometimes I, I get really in my head when i'm writing and it's like you know when i'm really really deep in the dark stuff i you know it's a hard place to write music because then it becomes too real and if i'm having a really good day like there's no way i'm touching that stuff you know what i mean i gotta find the right balance to like write things and i find that to be a tricky thing because it's like to be weeks of playing music with the band and it's like oh I don't have the lyrics yet or I don't have my lyrics aren't finished it's just I just can't I gotta be in the right space like sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll write something down just because it's like okay I'm, I'm just at a, like a null state right now I can get it out of my body without like harming myself you know it's, it's crazy as that sound. <laughs> I sound like a crazy person <laughs> I'm fine I swear <laughs> I feel like it might be like a mental thing when you mental oh, harming to- totally it, totally yeah. a mental thing like I, yeah, I right. honestly like you write a sad you you have this urge to write a sad song and then you write it and then you feel like crap after <laughs> you know? yeah I'm taking a hit for the fans yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well it means like if I, if, I, if I don't play music for a long time I feel depressed yeah right yeah. so it's like I use it for my mental health oh it goes both well. ways for sure yeah for yes. sure M- music is is therapy yeah 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 for sure yeah, I think that's actually a great way to end it, honestly. So, uh, thank you to Jordell Downs, Matthew LeMay, and Lisa Marina Pons for coming on. This was it, was, it was amazing to have three emerging artists that are all in, on different paths just kind of bring, come together. Because I feel like a lot of you, you're all, a lot of all musicians are on a journey somewhere. Sometimes they connect, sometimes they don't, you know? So, as a way to finish things up, we are going to go out with Lisa's newest single, because I think it's a great way. It's a nice, like, bubbly feeling to finish a conversation. (laughs) It's bubbly, yes. But the lyrics are, yeah, it's a balance, I think. Um, It does have a message of that we are all going through something, and that together we're all, we're beautiful, no matter what, and we'll eventually get through it and um that's place. yeah and so thank you for listening for everyone who's tuned in for the whole hour or if you just heard it in your car on the way to somewhere my name is kyle vine and we'll see you next time